Welcome to Come Queens. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. On this week's episode, we discuss the United States failing parents when it comes to uh, post-birth leave. This one made me live like I just got angrier and angrier. Yeah, it's it's really ridiculous when you especially look at the rest of the world. Right, because everyone always (laughs) says we're the only industrialized nation that doesn't have parental leave. Yeah. No, the whole fucking world has it. Yeah. Except for like us in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, I know. Us in Papua New Guinea. (laughs) Which apparently has like horrific rates of gender-based violence. Yes. Which I did not know. Um, But like, yeah, so when you see it on the map, you're like, holy shit. And we've just come to accept this. Papua New Guinea, tiny, tiny country. And then the United States of America. The richest, most powerful country in the world. And we still can't figure out uh, what to do. To support people after they have kids. And it seems like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. You don't have, you know, they don't want you to have a choice if you can have kids. Right. But if you do have them, you know, there's nothing. You're on your own. Yeah. Congratulations. You're on your own. (laughs) If you want to get birth control, sorry, we're going to make that as difficult as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. So, yeah. So maternity leave... um, is regulated by U.S. labor law, which set the rights for duties, <laughs> duties, duties <laughs> for <laughs> for employers and labor unions. Um, so there's no federal law requiring paid family leave, and there's only limited states laws that have it. Um, we, I, I couldn't believe that it was this started in '93. FMLA. We're so late, yeah. So the Family and Medical Leave Act was only created in 1993, and it's limited to 12 weeks of unpaid leave. Um, but of course, there's stipulations. You have to be um, employed by a large employer, so 50 or more employees, um, and it's only for mothers annually of newborn or newly adopted children and you have to be a worker at that company for 12 months at full time Ooh. so i think mm-hmm. or at 12 1250 hours i think is the i don't know what that calculates yeah so that's how walmart gets away with not giving people fmla and, and also like it's not even really leap like all it is is saying we're not going to that you can come back. Right. It's we're not, not going to fire you for being pregnant. Well, that's separate, I think. Um, mm. And yeah, I think that's like, a, that's a separate, that's a separate law to, that would stop you from being fired from being pregnant. But they're just saying that they're going to hold your job in place and that they won't rehire, like that you can be hired back after your 12 weeks mm-hmm. of unpaid leave. And I know, like, I was working with this pregnant person. Um, when I was working at the factory and like she was falling just shy of having worked there a year and she was going to have not nothing. And I mean, I watched her through her whole pregnancy Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, and that's, I think the first time that I had a conversation with someone about it because, you know, companies 
who like at that time the the position that I and the worst part was at the, at the time the position I had in the company had paid leave because I was like I guess well, I was an accountant so right it's like the separation between white collar mm-hmm. and blue collar so there's like the office people mm-hmm. and the floor people and I used to always talk to them about that at that like we've got to stop this like right. divide like we have to treat people the same across the company um but yeah, I I can't and I can't remember. I was trying to remember today if she ended up coming back right after the baby was born, or if she just had to quit because they weren't going to hold her job for her. And I can't remember how it resolved because I left, I left right around the same time when that mm-hmm. was happening. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's atrocious. Um, only twenty one percent of workers in the United States have access to paid leave through their employers and again like totally a class issue so the people mm-hmm. who actually like probably have more of an opportunity to save up money i mean why i think we should give it to everyone but right. you know people who are more economically advantaged are the ones who are more likely to even have this benefit um if it does exist yeah and and just the 12 weeks is below the 16 week minimum recommended by the world health organization which like aren't we a part of and like we're always (laughs) like what the fuck well like we have you know well we don't we never follow like our own rules we really don't anything like in the un or anything like that yeah um but this i thought the history of this was super interesting like it goes back to um world war ii mm-hmm. and everyone uh you know like when all of the men went off to war the women had to go into the workforce and in europe afterwards they lost so many people um yeah they're they they were panicked their economy was devastated they were worried about their population because they were like how we need more babies yeah. we need more babies we need plus, workers plus they also needed workers because mm-hmm. so many people were dead so they yeah incentivized families to create their workforce and really this was the first time we were even seeing you know well this is the first time we we're seeing white women strongly in the workforce mm-hmm. um yeah and then and then it went back into that and like in the united states we didn't have as much loss of life we were having the baby mm-hmm. boom at the time yeah they're like thing. get back in the home mm-hmm. and like and raise those babies and ra- woman but then like they had had a taste of the outside and and then <laughs> so, we're not going back um but it actually like goes back to eugenics again in this situation because like they were saying if they if they gave paid uh, maternity leave mm-hmm. then it would encourage the wrong mm-hmm. the wrong people to have to children which would actually really be like domestic workers uh like women of color who were domestic workers wouldn't be out there able to yeah. raise the the white women the white women's <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and so i like i never yeah that was definitely a revelation for me when i was researching this um so, and I mean, still to this day, that's the, that's where the biggest impact is. Um, only 8% of workers who are in the bottom 25% of earners, which are people who typically make less than $14 an hour, have paid leave. I just, I don't even know. I mean, obviously people are out here doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, it seems impossible. But it's a, it does. I mean, I assume that everyone's going into debt who is having children. Well, for sure. And also, well, 40, I think they said 40% of people are forced onto public assistance. So like the mm-hmm. whole argument that like, this is going to cost us so much money is ridiculous because like people are forced to like people would rather have the opportunity to go back to work have to use government programs right. in order to survive which is quote unquote a fur- further drain on the economy so like this is good for the economy this is good mm-hmm. for health this is good for just like humans being alive here in right. the world and a, and we're like a society that values reproduction right like especially the religious right with well, their but we don't I, no. yeah but i mean but that's that's their yeah that's their um talking point but we have the the worst record of paid leave and we're pushing women further out of the workforce and since covid over i think it's 3 million women have left the workforce um so like, I was thinking about what are we going to do? <laughs> I was thinking about that, too, in terms of, you know, because uh, I've been like, I really feel like workers are rising like mm-hmm. right now. And I'm super excited. Yeah, about it. People are realizing that they're they're not getting paid their worth. And but I and bet the government big, can do more. I don't hear people when everyone's like, no one wants to work anymore. I never hear people saying, though, that it's I bet you a huge portion of this is all the women who have dropped out of the workforce. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's more than three million. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like that's a huge amount. And so, um, you know, and people just are trying to make the best. Like at a certain point, it doesn't make sense to work because we don't have paid child. Like we don't have childcare either. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it seems to me like it's just very hard to even wrap my head around like the fact that we continue to tolerate this also like, um, yeah. And especially as a country that like, you know, well, people are afraid of change. (laughs) Yeah. But and also like 82% of Americans support this policy. So it's a bipartisan, it has wide, bipartisan support right but then you have 40 only 47 percent support government funding for it so that's where we're torn on like how are we gonna pay for um should the employer pay or should the government pay and so and and it can't be employers first of all because like well i'm self-employed like it can't it can't be employers and like that's the government talking point like oh our small businesses are, will suffer like if i hear one if more you thing. actually care about small businesses then have the government subsidize and pay like i know you guys are like in debt what in october people, 18th like we're going to be out of money start people would start more businesses though yeah because if you had health care mm-hmm. and if you had you know like just ba- if you had a baseline to be able to survive, then you wouldn't then you would be able to start more businesses. Right. But I get so I guess that's the that's the big divide. But right. it's like private companies versus government. And then you have people who I I mean, I feel like it's boomers who are just afraid of the word socialism and and conflict the government paying for 
um, these programs as socialism. So but, they're afraid to challenge the capitalist status quo that's happening. But also it goes back to what we count as, as labor. And ironically, mm -hmm. labor itself is not does not classified as labor. Yeah, yeah. it's it's true. <laughs> so that which seems wild Isn't that you it would ironic that you don't would, you think <laughs> you would pay me you would you would pay me to mow your lawn you would pay me to do your taxes you, but you wouldn't pay me to maintain birth your workforce to birth a human mm -hmm. and do and care for them. Yeah, because guess what? If you if no one's caring for infants, they die. They have no way to straight they, up. They can't sustain themselves somebody has to care for them yeah um so They're i just blobs i looked i looked at i just started to explore because i was like well what and i couldn't believe the lack of information about like what people do like in, if you're self-employed and you want to if you want to mm -hmm. have a kid like how would you go about that you have to save money well you have to plan ahead right but like that's a wild amount of money no that i know you would have to save yeah. up like three i would think you would need at least three months of income plus the expenses of the child itself mm -hmm. and then um but then there's like short-term disability policy so i looked right. into those because i know like i know it, when i was an accountant in the you know corporate job the that my coworker had a baby and that's what kicked in for her was the short-term disability. And so she got... Which is so fucked up too. Like being we pregnant say, is a disability. Well, and that's actually the only reason that it's even protected. And that happened in 1972 when the EEOC was established that pregnancy mm. was counted as a disability. Um, and then there was a Pregnancy Discrimination Act in 1978. But like obviously no one follows that. If you know anything, if you're pregnant, you're hiding the fact that you're pregnant oh, yeah. as long as you can. I was watching this TED Talk um, and it was somebody who had lived in Germany, had their first child in Germany and then had their second child here and Ugh. like people were Bad like <laughs> people were like buy a cardigan like trying to give her tips oh on God. like how to hide her pregnancy. Um, but that's but yeah so they um, they're just going to have like an incredible uphill battle um, if you, you know, admit to your employer that you're pregnant, you're mm -hmm. not gonna be able to get hired. If you got a job at any point in your pregnancy, you wouldn't even be there for the year. Right. To make it count. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know how, oh, the, oh, but I can't get short term, like I can't get short term disability as a self-employed person because self-employed, like individual short term disability policies Almost none of them cover pregnancy, and a lot of them have a oh. sixty-day waiting period. At which point, you would already be two months through. So, like, what am I going to pay all this extra money a month to maybe get one month? No, it wouldn't even be one month because it's probably they probably only give you six weeks on their policy. Um, wow! So there is like, there's not even a way to insure yourself in advance of it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Do you know what your uh, mom's situation was? when you were born like did she get any time or what was her um i'm not sure she was she worked at a local nursing home and as a cna and then she and then she had to stop after um no she kept working oh she went back yeah she went back and then like my parents would like my mom would come home 
and then she would watch me and then because she know, probably they would works switch. different shifts yeah, too yeah. with that kind of job right. my mom said she i asked her she said she had six weeks of unpaid leave and she lost a job she told a job that she was pregnant that she was trying to get while she was pregnant mm-hmm. with me and they did not and then her. they told her she had the job and then they revoked it and I feel like for that a happens woman from all another woman. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, well, and also like from I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but like because this isn't universal, because the government doesn't fund it. Right. Well, it's going to are yeah, yeah, on they, the employer. Yeah. yeah. Like in this system, the employers would not be like suffering. Right. We're already fucking over employers and and people. Yeah. Clearly I, people. But I yeah, I don't know how um I don't. I just don't know how we get past this. I mean, there's this new act. Did you see the that? The Family Act. Yeah, it was introduced in 2019, and then there's been no, no other movement on it. I looked it up on the government website, and I'm like, what? Well, it, Biden is just put another one out. He put another one too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so he. I forgot. I don't know the name of that one, but I think it's just called the Family. I think it's called like the American Families Act or something. Mm. I don't know. They're all they all sound the same to me. Right. Um, but I liked the Family Act that was introduced in 2019. That's three months of leave um, and you get 60 percent of your wages. You buy in over a lifetime like Social Security. Yeah. Which like, like people are used tax. to that. Yeah. Um, it's like two dollars a week. And the employer matches it. Oh, that's the one that Kirsten Cinema mm-hmm. proposed. Yeah, and like I or is I'd, it Kirsten Gillibrand? God damn it! I think it's Gillibrand because Cinema's the one who's blocking. Blonde. They're both blonde. Damn, um, <laughs> of course they are. Blonde white women. <laughs> and ones and one might be Kristen and one's Kirsten. Anyway, sorry, sorry. sorry but guys. yeah, I would trust her rather than you uh, know just a woman. But uh, Be, being a mother herself and then you would get three hundred dollars per month per child credit children under six and then two fifty per month per child um, children 17 years and younger. They're still trying to extend these child tax credits that came in. Right. The, in yeah. The new plan. But Biden's plan is um, guaranteed 12 weeks of pay that um, that would be up to 80 uh, so percent. It would be like two thirds between two thirds and eighty percent of your wages, but it okay. would be phased in over the course of ten years. So I couldn't figure out. Like I just think that's hilarious because like ten years from now is like going to be the end of my childbearing, you know, oh, window. True. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, but it it does it actually offers like it's just general family leave, so it's not just pregnancy. It can right, cover yeah. like. Um, it actually covers like domestic violence situations too and mm. like caring for obviously aging parents. Um, but that doesn't include yeah. any job protection. So so FMLA would still apply as it does. Okay, so you could have both theoretically if this gets passed. Right, but it would only work for people who work at companies with more than 50 people mm-hmm. who've been there for a year. Mm-hmm. So who's going to take this benefit if you're a low-wage worker? Yeah, and it's not... And then they're going to say, okay, you know. Again, it just benefits the upper middle class. You get paid. Exactly. You get paid, but you don't. um, I mean, I mean, that's I also part of me is just like universal basic income about it all. Oh, for sure. Um, That like 
So and also like t- a ten year, you're gonna phase it in in ten years. Yeah, that I didn't seems know like about a that. that seems like a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to four thousand dollars a month, um, which you know doesn't. I mean, if you live in like New York City, four thousand dollars a month is, is that rent? <laughs> right? <laughs> is that a room? Um, yeah. So it's just. It doesn't seem like... I mean, I doubt this is going to get passed. You well, can't even pass the infrastructure. This is like kind of part of that whole process, though. Is it um, included in that? Well, they separated them back out. Okay. I don't know. I can't keep track of it anymore because they've gone back and forth. I know, for real. Because yeah. it used to all be one bill, and now they're saying they're going to split it. Okay. Um, But I think this is definitely part of his building back better or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah, they really the whoever's build branding better this back, build, stuff. Yeah, they they need to go back to marketing school. But I do like the way that this would be funded. So you raise income tax um, for the one percent of Americans, and their income tax right now is thirty seven percent. You would raise it thirty nine to thirty nine point six percent, which doesn't seem like a huge two cents jump. Like Elizabeth yeah, Warren like fucking say. just do it. And they would increase tax rates. For those earning more than one million a year. So like it doesn't seem like a big deal. Yeah. And also like I always hear people say too, like, oh well what if um you know, like we shouldn't give these benefits to everyone because like you'd also be giving this benefit to rich people. They always say that. They do say that and I think but I think it's but that's what you do. You give the benefit to everyone, but you tax the rich more heavily. Yes. So they're paying for it disproportionately. Exactly. Like ta da. Um <laughs> But we do have some states that are out here. So if you if you are thinking about burying a child, consider some, moving. Consider <laughs> consider getting the fuck out of North Carolina or different no. you know countries. Well, different countries for are also sure. Different countries. The best thing you could do is leave the country. But second best would be to go to California, New Jersey, Rhode Island, New York, um, Washington, Massachusetts, Washington D.C. And in 2022, we're going to come in with Connecticut. 2023 Oregon and Colorado in 2024. Yeah. So, I mean, and they they do it's the same thing, payroll tax. But mm-hmm. it's it's all going well for them. Although in California though, I they it's less you like the people who have the least amount of money use it the least. Mm-hmm. But because of your job security is so per- precarious, I think it's then one you're of those, not going to chance it. Yeah, like yeah. this is one of those things that like it can't be solved in a silo. Like there are many intersecting issues that are causing, you know, the fact that you would have a child to like literally be destroying your entire life. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly capitalism. Right. <laughs> the whole system that we live under. Yeah. Employers r- report nothing but a positive impact. So it's like other states. Get, no one's complaining about n- it. Absolutely no one. Yeah. Not not small businesses or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it like it actually it has benefits like if you have longer um, longer leave, it increases breastfeeding, which is also recommended by the World Health Organization mm-hmm. to six months, lower infant mortality, lower maternal. Which we have a pretty high infant mortality rate for a fucking well, westernized I, country. I don't know how you would like tease that out of the data, like to figure out exactly how much of it, because I was like, oh, wow, is it's this related. a huge relation well and also you're probably working like a dog during your pregnancy living in high stress situations Mm -hmm. if you're if you don't have resources that's constant stress to you know on your body on your on your child um 
but you're more likely to get immunizations, follow up with doctor's visits, and to have a lower risk of postpartum depression. Oh, um, great. So because they said like that 40% of new parents miss their six-week – or people who have given birth, 40% of people who have given birth miss their six-week checkup, which is all you get. That's all you get under this current system like you – have like literally a car accident level event happen to your body. Mm-hmm. And then you get one appointment six weeks later. Um, because and 40% of maternal deaths occur within six weeks following labor. Wow. So, uh, yeah. But they have they did a study and if there's 10 weeks of paid, uh, paid parental leave, it, it causes a 10% reduction in infant mortality. Hell yeah. Right. Who, there you go. The fucking stats are there. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? Um, but I think it has to be. Save the children. I think it has to be like, it can't just be maternal or, or birth birthers, like people who are, like, I can't use the word birther, I guess, <laughs> people who give birth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think it can be just that them who get the leave. Like I, some countries they have, they make both parents or, yes. or. Sweden, I believe. Like, take the leave yeah. because I think here, and I saw that play out at one of my jobs too, there was um, a new father who was going to take paternity leave. Mm-hmm. And the way that they talked, like I heard how they talked, the upper management would talk about him. And like I know based on those conversations that they thought he wasn't dedicated to his job and that he wasn't going to be excelling in the company from there. He had, He ended up leaving later, but they were like – I mean, and they were like openly mocking him, like, oh, oh yeah, calling dude. him like a pussy and shit. I know it we was need terrible. to normalize both parents, and then, but then there's the issue of like we need to broaden the language because not just people who are married have children together, you know. So a True. lot of people aren't protected under that. I mean, that's a whole nother issue, but like, but isn't it if it's just parental leave? If you were a parent, wouldn't you get it? I don't think you'd have to be married. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, obviously, we want to make sure. But, or, yeah, no. Do you remember that baseball player? There's a baseball player recently. I think it was, like, last year or a couple of years ago. And he actually took his parental leave, which was only, like, two days, just to witness his child being born and, like... Um, oh, my God. And then have the day after. And then he got so much fucking shit from ESPN, like, everywhere. Oh, because he had to miss a game or something? He missed two games. And they were, like, uh, they were saying, like, you're not birthing the baby. Just let your wife do it. Like, um, are you kidding? You're not committed to the game. Like, it's, Because yeah. we, need, we need two partners. I mean, two people at least. Or maybe also it would be nice if you could do it. Like, let's say you don't have... Like the your partner who is the, you know, who is the other creator of your child mm-hmm. is not involved. Maybe you could replace that with another person too. Like, you know, like if I was a single parent, could I also have my mom get to have parental right. leave to help me or something like that? Yeah, you know, like because I mean, maybe some kind of family and friends clause. One in there. person, like yeah, you get to choose a buddy or something. Yeah. The person who the, buddy bur- the person who births yeah. can choose the buddy of who the you know because you, makes sense to me. You can't be out here in the world like doing this doing alone. it all by yourself. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, I, I read or I posted on a local Facebook group that we have, and I just asked people um, how much parental leave they got. 
and um, how it impacted their family. And like, it was wild how many people just said they got zero. Mm -hmm. This one person said they got zero paid leave with both kids and went back to work four weeks after a C-section with their first child, six weeks after with their second child. They said they were... um, They were a single parent and they only qualified for WIC and $10 a month in food stamps. Whoa. They were fired during their pregnancy and then nobody wanted to hire them while they were pregnant. Of course. Um, And so like then they just found a job as fast as possible after giving birth. Um, So and then um, there was one person who's a veterinarian. So I'm wondering if they that self-employed, but they with their second child they went back to work two days later Mm. and like was putting in a catheter and a cat um (laughs) yeah and um so people like five weeks old no paid leave for either parent they oh we just used up whatever pto we had Mm -hmm. and it's all unpaid after that so also yeah so you're supposed to save like your whole Mm -hmm. year also you have to go to like other things before and after you have doctor's visits before the child and after um and yeah like eight weeks none it's crazy self-employed so zero paid days with financial help from family and going into debt i'm taking almost half a year off Mm. um what i mean it's i i just can't wow there's been like way more comments since i was last looking at this too um I was only allowed what I had left of my FMLA that I didn't use during my pregnancy. Um, they ha- Oh, like because if you have to go on bed rest before, you start ticking that time. Exactly. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really common. Like parents with premature children, they have to decide whether they leave their child in the hospital and return back to work or take time um, once the baby is home. So it's like, Basically, a Sophie's choice right there. It's like, how do I u- be- best utilize this time off? Like, obviously, you want to be in the hospital with your child. When they're in critical care. Yeah. But then if you want to be strategic about it, like, then you would work while your baby is in the hospital and then wait for them to be able to come home so you could have that time with your kid. It's just really fucked up that people have to make choices like that. And like the... F- Even mean- if they get if they get that... I mean, and just the like the physical aspect of it still just like boggles my mind. I mean, I think you bleed Mm. pretty heavily and on an ongoing basis. And like, I'm just especially C-section. That's major surgery. Someone's there fucking probably checking you out at the grocery store or where, you know, like working at these big box stores who just got who like literally just had a child. Mm -hmm. One out of four moms and people who have babies return within two weeks after birthing them. Two. One out of four. One out of four. So you're probably, these people are probably like amongst us too. And also I just want to be like, like, I you know, h- hug them or something. I mean, it's a pandemic. But like, you know, like, I don't know. Like if you, like we're walking amongst or something. these people yeah. who are out here doing, like, doing everything. Um so, yeah, it's it's got to go. And 
In Germany, you get a year of paid leave, and you can take three years off when your job will be protected. And they're like, nah. Three years. That's crazy. Three years. And then they say, and also they train, like you, you create more jobs in the economy if you- Train little workers. Well, if you get people, the people who are going to fill in while someone's mm. out mm-hmm. of work, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, like it, like then that opens up other positions for people to take. <sighs> yeah, Estonia leads uh, 84 weeks uh, with 84 weeks. 84 weeks with full pay those 84 weeks. So that's the best country um, out of the top richest countries. US, zero. Um, and then after Estonia, it's Austria. Japan actually has a pretty good one. Sweden and then Chile. Wow. So, you know, here's a suggestion. Instead of forcing people to birth children as a strategy to increase the birth rate, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you just make conditions more hospitable? I know. Right. For us to because, I mean, that's why that's why our I mean, this is one of the reasons why our birth rate is plummeting. Yes. Environmental conditions. And, you know, because we're destroying the world. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So like the U.S. birth rate is at the biggest decline ever. So. Hopefully, that's going to trigger paid leave. I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you it would but, logically I mean, there, make sense. There is there is like bipartisan support, bipartisan support, but again, it's like what's the methodology? Right, and that's I heard, what they're going to fucking I've, go back and forth on. I heard the Heritage Foundation, like their whole thing was like they we, run this people, shit. People, we give people choices, and some people choose to have like first. No, you have the luxury to choose because you are rich and you can pay for someone to take care of your child when you go right. back to work. Right. Other this you are in a bubble of regular Americans do not have that choice. And then they were like, oh, it's going to I mean, I do think it should be I think it should be forced to be taken by all parents. I do. Yeah, I, really I love do. that. I love because, that idea. Because then I do think that there's going to be a negative economic impact on the birthing people's careers. Right. Oh, you dropped out because mm-hmm. all the studies show. Well, for for. Uh, dads, they say that if you take parental leave, like studies show that they are people think they're weak and uncertain. Mm-hmm. They're less likely to be promoted, less likely um, to take pay raises, and only a third of dads take their their paternal leave. Toxic masculinity, exactly. Um, and also, like they want to bond. I mean, yes, it's important. We're it's not important. in the '50s where like dad goes to work and then comes home and then fucking. Yeah. But like says, they, go to your room. Or but this whatever. shit has been happening. I mean, we are just so like literally the the first Sweden did you know pass paid parental leave in 1974. I know 75 the UK Employment Protection Act. So like we're we are living in the way 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 past. And it's honestly like well we were talking about that the other day. It's like if you want to have a kid, does it make sense to flee the country just just yes. for that? It hundred percent does. Um. I mean, I. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I just and I think like I think all, it would be safer to birth a kid in any one of these other uh, countries that provide paid leave. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and it's just like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna hold on to all these things at one time? So, so these these parents who are out here like taking that on. You know, you guys are like it's crazy, yeah. Freaking superheroes! Like, I, I just, I don't even know where people find the strength 
to do such things. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Vice has a really good segment about um, paid leave and they actually they covered like they went to Papua New Guinea and saw the conditions there. And do you watch? I watch it too. And then but it is crazy how New York public school teachers don't get paid leave. So this woman had to save her and her partner had to save like twelve thousand dollars. And they're still like they're going to like that money is gone. Like, cause she took, I think half a year off for her second kid and she can already see the difference it makes in taking that time off to bond with her, her second child. Yeah. And, and that's what somebody said that on this, on this thread too, about like how they didn't, this, their second child, they were able to have mm-hmm. time off and they could see the difference so yeah. much and how they didn't get, their pro- development. they didn't get postpartum depression either. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine. Well, first of all, there's only, I only know of one care facility that will take like baby babies um, oh, right. in all yeah. of Asheville. Like, yeah. um, there's all, and it's, and it's like a corporate like I would not feel comfy leaving my child there. It would not be mm. my first choice of like, yeah, um, that takes like you know new like brand new babies. Yeah. Most of them won't take them until they're like twelve weeks old. Yeah. Um, and so for legal reasons, I would assume. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I mean normally, like if we were just like animals like i mean if we were just doing what would be natural we you would carry your baby around with you yeah as long as they're feeding from your body and Mm -hmm. you would always have them with you yeah like that's what would happen that's what animals do until their babies can survive on their own they are with their like birthing parent have you seen a video of an opossum with all the babies, they oh, just ride all over. So cute. They're trying to cling on. Some are hanging on the tail. I saw a video of a, a scorpion with Ooh. all the babies. The scorp- the babies live on the scorpion's back Ooh. for a while. Um, Very tiny, I would assume. Yeah, and they're, and they're like clear. They're like white Ooh. and like see-through. Um, yeah, so we got we to gotta fix this. And I do think like when we have these conversations, we just have to – have them all alongside each other too. Like those, you can't. We can't separate one out from another because they they are all related to each other. Paid leave, Medicare for all, abort access to abortion. Yes, you know, um, universal childcare. Ugh, <laughs> it's it's yeah. And it just seems like we're we're like baby stepping it. I no, mean, I know. When you really look at the stats, it's like holy shit, America is so behind we're the so rest of the far. world. We really do not and care it, it's about It's gonna catch our people. up to us though. Like we're not we can't people are revolting, people are tired. People are and it, I think it's starting with the workers too, yeah. which is I mean, this is also a late this is a workers' rights issue. Mm-hmm. Um so I think but they're chipping away, you know, even that plan, I mean not that it's great, but even the Biden plan mm-hmm. they're chipping away at it while they fight about it in Congress because yeah. they can't do fucking shit. Right. They haven't done shit. The, the whole time they're in there they just like I know, it's so they ridiculous. can't they can't get anything. And and this is something that everyone knows needs to happen, you know. I mean, so I guess on the bright side you can talk to you could talk to people who have different political opinions than you, and I think you'll find that like this common is, ground on this. This yeah. is something. Yeah, like come on, take the low hanging fruit. You know why aren't we doing that? Um, 
But anyway, we we appreciate you listening. If you like our podcast, it would be so amazing <laughs> if you would go give us a five star review. And if you send us a screenshot of that on what our do Instagram, get, Grace? what do they get? Oh, a beautiful sticker! I'm literally in love. I'm in uh, yeah, love, love with our new stickers. Um, shout out to um, Wicked Sweet Art who did our design. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. We will see you next time. Words mean something.